today on In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag. He can't be two places at one time. So if the devil is attacking you, you must be really a high-level target. If the devil himself is showing up at your address and attacking you. No, it's the demons. It's his demons. His minions. You must remember that Satan was a created being. Satan is not the opposite of God. Pastor J.D. points out in today's study phrases such as, The devil has been attacking me. Hold no ground since the devil can't be in two places at once. But the devil does have an army of demons to carry out his plans. Now, be sure to stay with us after today's message to hear how you can get your own copy of today's broadcast. Subscribe to the In Spirit and Truth podcast or download the In Spirit and Truth iPhone or Android mobile app. But for now, here's Pastor J.D. in Isaiah chapter 14 with today's edition of In Spirit and Truth. And by the way, let me just parenthetically say, Contrary to what the demonic and satanic songs sing about, about being on the highway to hell, and all my friends are going to be there too. Well, not mine, I hope. (laughs) They will be, but it's not going to be a party. It's going to be hell, and it's for all eternity and you're going to be judged, and Satan with you. Verse 11, your pomp is brought down to Sheol, and the sound of your, and this is important, stringed instruments. It's verses like this, and what we're going to see here in a moment in Ezekiel, that have led many to believe that Lucifer, which means light bearer, was actually the worship leader of heaven, the angel of music, your stringed instruments. The maggot is spread under you, and worms cover you. How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground. You who weakened the nations, deceived the nations, all the nations of the earth. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. As one so aptly said, Lucifer had an eye problem. And oh, by the way, we all have an eye problem. It should be noted that the letter I is right smack in the middle of the word sin. So too is I write smack in the middle of, wait for it, here it comes, pride. And it gets better, one more. I is right smack in the middle of Lucifer. 
Ay, 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 ay. Let's talk about these two words, I will. Oh, you will, will you? This is self-will. It's been referred to as the unholy trinity, me, myself, and I, on the throne of my life. I will. Doubtless you've heard of a, an evil man by the name of Aleister Crowley. Well, I might as well go there. Why not? The Beatles? I'm going to ruin some of your nights here when I say this. Sold their souls to the devil. Make no mistake about it. You know that famous album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band? i got to be careful here because I'll have a flashback. I'm not kidding you. And even right now some of you are, I didn't mean to do that to you, but you know who Sgt. Pepper was? Oh, he taught the band to play, right? Sergeant Pepper was none other than Aleister Crowley. A Satanist in every sense of the word, Satanist. Self-proclaimed. It was said of him that he was the most evil man who ever lived. You know, uh, he lived in the UK. And he bought a uh, large home, and do you know that it was Jimmy Page and Robert Plant that actually bought that place? I'm going to take it just one step further. Please indulge me. I think you'll see why here in a moment. Arguably the most famous song ever written. You know what it is? Stairway to Heaven. Do you know that they were sitting in Aleister Crowley's house, which they owned, and one night Jimmy Page had this prompting, and he had Robert Plant get the pen to write the words to a song that had come to him. And they're quoted in Rolling Stone magazine many, many years ago, as saying that it was like something pushed the pen. The words flowed effortlessly, and not one word to that song was ever changed. Aleister Crowley taught to recite backwards, sing backwards, walk backwards. Do you know what you hear when you play Stairway to Heaven backwards? Oh, by the way, Satanists will read backwards. Here's why. Evil, E-V-I-L, is live, L-I-V-E, backwards. You see? Do you know what Stairway to Heaven says backwards? He will give you 666. I'm a little child of Satan. There is power in Satan. The whole song, and this is something that man cannot do. This is Satan, the angel of music. He's furthered his musical career, you might say. And he's done so because he has always wanted, as we have just read, to be worshipped like God. 
That's what he said. I will. You know what Aleister Crowley's whole of the law was? And you'll see it riddled throughout contemporary music and everything really. Culture, popular culture. Today, very, very, when you, when you know this, you will look for this and you will discern this. He said, do what thou wilt is the whole of the law. I will, my will, I will. I think of the Savior there in that garden that night, perspiring just by virtue of the physiological intensity of that moment, His own blood, perspiring His own blood. And He prayed, Father, if there's any way for this cup to pass from me, nevertheless, not my will, but Thy will be done. It's not, I will, it's thy will. Verse 15, yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the lowest depths of the pit. Those who see you will gaze at you and consider you, saying, is this the man who made the earth tremble? Who shook kingdoms? Who, verse 17, made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities? Who did not open the house of his prisoners? Wow, you sound very disappointed. It's not what I expected. You? You know, one of the most successful strategies of the devil is to paint this picture of himself as someone who, ah, he's just a cute little cartoon character that pops up on your shoulder every once in a while wearing red tights and a pitchfork. (laughs) And here's the other thing he's been very successful at. He has painted this picture on the canvas of mankind of him being hideous. Evil and horns and... No. This is interesting. I want to spend just a moment on this, and then I want us to look at Ezekiel chapter 28. There's a a striking contrast between the response when we see Jesus and the response when we see Lucifer. And here we're told that when they see him, they are just going to be absolutely flabbergasted. You? <laughs> it's kind of like this is this is a, probably a poor example or comparison, but before YouTube and social media and in the days of radio, you know, back in the day, 
which those were the days, because I have a face for radio. And people would hear me on the radio. They would hear my voice. And then they would have occasion to come visit the church. And they would see my face, and they're like, <laughs> you're not at all what I pictured. I mean, I, isn't it true for someone, you hear their voice, but you don't see their face? You're, you're painting a, a portrait of what they look like based on their voice. You see where I'm going with this, right? We do that with Satan. We've painted this picture of him based on what he's done. And it is utter horror. And so the picture we have of him is utter horror. Boy, are we in for a surprise. And it works both ways, conversely. Um, again, I, while I'm at it, I might as well ruin your night even more. You're going to go home and have to take down some of those pictures of Jesus that you have. He did not look like that. So I just want to give you kind of a heads up, as they say, so that you're not too shocked when you behold the Lamb that was slain. <laughs> because instead of just marveling at His beauty, you're going to wince. Because you're going to behold Him as the Lamb that was slain. Ezekiel 28. Listen to this account and description of the devil, beginning in verse 11. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre, and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You were the seal of perfection. He was perfect full of wisdom, and, listen, perfect in beauty. I am personally of the belief that what we just read in Isaiah, when they say, you, they're going to be so utterly astonished at the magnificence of His beauty. Beauty. You were in Eden, verse 13, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering, the sardius, topaz, and diamond, beryl, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. The workmanship, and here it is again, of your timbrels and pipes, musical instruments was prepared for you on the day you were created. Stop right there. This is very important too. And here's why. <laughs> and this is another thing Satan has been very successful at accomplishing. He has deceived people who have believed that Satan is the opposite of God. Nothing could be further from the truth. He's a created being. He's not infinite. He's not omnipotent. He's not omniscient. He's not omnipresent. You know how it is, and I, this is innocent, and I get it, and much humor is used 
with it, but there's that saying, the devil made me do it. Really? Or how about this one? Man, the devil's been attacking me. The devil's been attacking you? Oh, I'm not worthy. (laughs) He can't be two places at one time. So if the devil is attacking you, you must be really a high level target. If the devil himself is showing up at your address and attacking you. No, it's the demons. It's his demons. His minions. The Apostle Paul expounds on that in Ephesians 6. In fact, there are four rankings, four different entities, different rankings like in the military, spiritual wickedness, principalities and powers of darkness, different entities, different rankings. These are demons in the spiritual realm. And that is why we have spiritual warfare. But it's not the devil. If it is the devil, would you stay away from me please? I don't want the devil anywhere near me. The devil. It's not the devil. And he's not the opposite of God either. I've heard it said this way, and this has really been of great help to me in my understanding, and I hope it is to you. The devil is God's devil. He is a creation that God created. And it is so important, and a lot of Christians get really messed up over this, it is really important to understand that God will never allow the devil to do anything unless in the end it's for His glory and your good. He will not let one hair of your head fall to the ground. He's let way too many of my hairs fall to the ground, but whatever. (laughs) Ask Job. (laughs) Satan had to ask for permission. Ask Peter. No, don't ask Peter. (laughs) I feel so bad for Peter. Jesus even tells him, Peter, come here. Peter, I love you, man, but here's the thing. Satan asked for permission from me to sift you as wheat. Now, if I'm Peter, it's not in the text, but here's what I'm thinking. You you told him no, right? (laughs) Actually, that's what I wanted to talk to you about, Peter. I I gave him permission. You did? Why would you do that? Oh, because in the end it's going to be for your good and for my glory. Just wait, you'll see. Verse 14, Ezekiel 28, you are the anointed cherub who covers. I establish you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. By the abundance of your trading you became filled with violence within and you sinned. Therefore I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God and I destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fiery stones. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. Ah, 
You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings that they might gaze at you. You defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities, by the iniquity of your trading. Therefore I brought fire from your midst. It devoured you, and I turned you to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all who saw you. All who knew you among the peoples are astonished at you. You have become a horror and shall be no more forever. You know how long forever is? (laughs) Forever. Can't wait. Can't wait. Verse 18, Isaiah continues, All the kings of the nations, all of them, sleep in glory, everyone in his own house. But... (laughs) You are cast out of your grave like an abominable branch, like the garment of those who are slain, thrust through with a sword, who go down to the stones of the pit, like a corpse trodden underfoot. You will not be joined with them in burial, because you have destroyed your land and slain your people. The brood of evildoers shall never be named. Prepare, verse 21, slaughter for his children because of the iniquity of their fathers, lest they rise up and possess the land, and fill the face of the world with cities. For I, verse 22, notice the I wills. These are the real I wills. This is God saying, I will, and he will. I will rise up against them, says the Lord of hosts, and cut off from Babylon the name and remnant and offspring and posterity, says the Lord. I will also make it a possession for the porcupine and marshes of muddy water. I will sweep it. Sorry about the overemphasis on it, but sweep it with the broom of destruction, says the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts, verse 24, has sworn, saying, Surely, as I have thought, so it shall come to pass. And as I have purposed, so it shall stand, that I will break the Assyrian in my land, and on my mountains tread him underfoot. Then his yoke shall be removed from them, and his burden removed from their shoulders. Just a thought here real quick. You know, in the Old Testament, replete throughout the account, with the Israelites many, many times. You hear God tell Moses to command Aaron to say to the people, I am the Lord your God who delivered you out of Egypt. You've been listening to another edition of In Spirit and Truth. Thanks for tuning in to study the Word of God. 
As you continue to learn from Isaiah with Pastor J.D., make sure to really think about what you're hearing and what God wants to speak to you today through Scripture. We encourage you to keep reading on your own. If you're not already part of a local church that you call home, we encourage you to find one and attend regularly to grow in relationship with God and others. And if you're in or near the Kaneohe area, come visit us. You'll find all the information you need, including service times and directions to Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on our website, calvarychapelkaneohe.com. While you're there, you can also access more of Pastor J.D.'s teachings like you heard today, including his weekly prophecy updates. In addition to that, you may be interested in the ABCs of Salvation under the Resources tab. This is a simple guide to sharing the good news of salvation in Jesus. As we continue to learn from the book of Isaiah together, we'd be honored to pray for you during this study. Would you let us know what those prayer requests might be? Just fill out the contact form under the About tab at calvarychapelkaneohe.com or come find us on social media. There's a link to our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook pages on our website. We encourage you to follow them so you can stay up to date with all that's happening at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe and In Spirit and Truth. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for listening to In Spirit and Truth. Keeping me right with the old wind.